Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Good morning or uh, afternoon or evening or whenever you are listening to this podcast. It's the Female Struggle is Real episode four. And this week I am struggling with acne. Where do I even start with acne? It is such a hot topic at the moment. There are thousands upon thousands of beauty bloggers out there who are doing vlogs and posts and Instagrams about skin and skincare. Um, So many of you suffer with acne and I have suffered with it myself, of course, which is why I'm uh, doing the podcast partly. So if you are suffering with acne at the moment or you have suffered with it or you've just started suffering with it, uh, then first of all, I'd really love to hear from you. So please, please send me an email, thefemalestruggle at gmail.com. But also, I'm really, really hoping that today um, you might just take one little tip or one little piece of advice um, from one of our guests and uh, put that into your skincare routine and hope that it will help you. Now, don't get me wrong. I am not a doctor. I have literally got no medical training whatsoever, but I have been through every single process with acne in the world ever. Um, Having said that, I absolutely hate it when someone who doesn't know what they're talking about goes and says like, oh my God, you should like completely put some like mashed banana on your spot because I did that. And seriously, my skin is like so clear now. Oh, it does my head in. So, you know, don't listen to me, but also listen to me if you see what I mean. (laughs) I'll tell you who you can listen to. Um, I am going to be speaking to cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Sam Bunting. Um, I will tell you my full skin story in a moment, but um, I have been to see her a few times and she is an absolute genius. She is a doctor and she can tell you how to help clear up your skin. So she's going to be on later. I'm also going to be speaking to a few of you who have been on Raccutane. Um, I'll tell you more about that drug later in case you haven't heard of it. But basically, it's a really, really strong uh, drug that helps clear up acne. And of course, I always love hearing your stories about absolutely anything. Um, you can tweet me at Davis. I've always had acne since I was probably about 12 or 13. Um, obviously, at the time, it was kind of a normal thing because I was a teenager and I was going through the hormonal change and all that sort of thing. Um, so I was getting the odd spots on my cheeks and my chin and my forehead and everything. Um, not horrendous, but, you know, bad enough that it was kind of obvious. I went to the doctor about it and um, at the time they were very kind of blasé, like they didn't really seem to care that much. They gave me a benzoyl peroxide gel, uh, shoved me on an antibiotic and that was it really. I didn't really know how long I was uh, meant to be using this gel for. I didn't know what the cause of the acne was. I didn't know whether there was anything else that I was doing at the time that I should stop. Like, you know, being a teenager, I was sort of whacking on any old makeup, probably not even taking it off. I can't really remember to be perfectly honest, but I can't imagine that I was properly taking it off and washing my face. Gross as it is, but you know, we've all been a teenager. Um, And yeah, it was just pretty horrendous. Um, It didn't clear up, obviously. So I waited six months went back again. And I just remember my teenage years, probably from about 13 to 20, uh, you know, regularly going to the doctor about it, them giving me yet another product, which didn't help. um, And it just not getting any better. 
eventually, when I was probably about 14 or 15, I ended up going on the contraceptive pill. Um, and that has made a difference. Uh, I'm still on it. After all those years, I'm still on it. But, you know, it seemed to be the only thing that would make a difference. It didn't clear up completely, but it did clear up a little bit at the time. Since then, I have tried everything. I cannot stress that enough. You name it, I have tried it. I've put toothpaste on my spots. I've put honey on my spots. I've put tea tree oil on my spots. I've put pseudo cream on my spots. I've put hand cream on my spots. I've put loads of other creams on my spots. I've put gels on my spots. I've put snail gels on my spots. I've put perfume on my spots and I've even put vodka on my spots. I mean, what a waste of vodka. Is there anything I've missed though? Because I seem to have done everything. I think at one point, and by the way, this is quite gross. So if you're squeamish, don't listen to this next bit or just, you know, whiz it on on the podcasty app thing. I got a cotton wool pad. I put boiling water on it. I uh, used it like a press on my spot. And then if the spot didn't burst just from that alone, I would get a sterilised pin from my mum's pin cushion, put that into my spot to break it and then use the press to clear it up. Sorry, gross. But that is how bad it was. When I was a teenager... Um, and my skin was probably like, you know, quite bad. Or I suppose for a 17 year old, it was quite bad. You know, it might not have been uh, as bad as it was a couple of years ago, but at the time it was the worst. Um, it'd been obviously in my lifetime. I would uh, never go anywhere without makeup, literally anywhere. I wouldn't go to school without makeup, obviously. And then when I started uh, working uh, in John Lewis as a part time job at the weekend, I wouldn't go there without makeup. I wouldn't go around to friends without makeup. Um, I would barely let my mum and dad see me without makeup. And I remember one time, um, it was like a Friday evening. Um, I was kind of all ready for bed, like in my pyjamas and stuff, you know, just like having a chill out evening, watching like Mean Girls or something when I was like 17. Uh, had taken my makeup off or I didn't have any on. Um, and my mum asked me uh, to pop round to our local shop and get a pint of milk because we'd run out and she wanted a cup of tea or something. She was busy doing something. And I didn't have makeup on. Um, so I said, oh, OK, yeah, that's fine. Um, but I need to put some makeup on or like, if not, would you mind? Would you mind going or asking my sister to go? And it was just the most ridiculous thing. It's less than a five minute walk to my local co-op shop. No one would have cared about the state of my skin. But at the time, I was so self-conscious. I just hated the thought of anyone looking at me and thinking, oh, my God, she's so ugly. She looks horrible. Like... What has happened to her skin? Oh, is that the same same girl that I know from school? And that was the only thing, um, you know, when I was younger that I used to think, oh, well, it's fine because people won't recognise me because I look so different with makeup on that people won't even know it's me so I can get away with it. It was like an alter ego. It was so horrible and so depressing and it used to just get me down so much, to be perfectly honest. So uh, throughout uh, university, my skin was still pretty bad and I did everything from cutting out dairy to, oh, cutting out all sorts of things to try and uh, uh, make it better, clear it up. And that didn't work either. Um, I then spoke to my friend Caitlin and Caitlin had been following this uh, very famous blogger called Caroline Hirons. And she is like a skincare queen. She's not actually a dermatologist, but she is just so knowledgeable from working on loads of different makeup counters and skincare counters. And everyone just really, really respects her in the beauty world because she is one of the few people who really, really knows her stuff. So I started following her advice from all her blogs and stuff about um, the whole 
cleansing, double cleansing, toning, putting on a serum, putting on a moisturizer, putting on an oil. Oh my God. I was doing this whole process and um, buying the most expensive products. It would cost me an absolute fortune. Like we're talking like hundreds of pounds, like every month. Um, But it worked. And you know, it was the first thing in years that actually worked. It took time. Like I probably did it for about three months or so. Um, But I had kept in with it because for my friend Caitlin, it had really, really worked. And seeing the transformation of her skin, I thought, you know what, actually, yes, I am going to spend the money. I am going to do this. And my God, it made such a difference. It was a complete nightmare because every time I uh, went on holiday, I'd always, I sound really stupid. I mean, hashtag first world problems here, guys. But um, every time I went on holiday, I'd have to buy a suitcase because I couldn't take all the liquids in my hand luggage. Nightmare. Um, But also like if I was staying around with friends or if I was going on a night out or whatever, I'd always have to take this whacking great wash bag with me everywhere I I went, which weighed an absolute ton. Um, But it just made such a difference. And um, it really, really did help. So if you're having problems with your skin at the moment, um, that is definitely uh, a place to go if you, like me, have tried everything uh, in terms of medication from doctors and stuff. It is a lot of money, um, but it is definitely worth investing in if you find that it does work for you. It might not, in which case, obviously, there's loads of other ways that you can try and clear it up. But um, but it did, it did help for me and it's definitely worth the money. But having finally kind of started the process of trying to clear it up, um, I moved jobs and I moved house and um, within six months it was the worst it had ever been again and I was still following this routine I was still buying all the products I hadn't changed anything uh, my diet was probably you know the best it's ever been I was doing loads of exercise I was doing all the things you should do wasn't drinking loads of alcohol and it was horrific it was like my whole face was just covered in like horrible cyst spots I had blackheads oh it was just an absolute nightmare and the more I covered it up obviously the vicious circle that is the worse it got it got me down so much I mean like the worst thing was either going to a friend's and staying over and watching them use a makeup wipe and having the most flawless skin uh with like a cheap boots makeup wipe and I was there spending hundreds of pounds on all these expensive products and still having the worst skin ever that was like red and blotchy and spotty and horrible or obviously the other big thing that um was quite hard to cope with was um starting a relationship or dating someone and have them stay over and then they see your skin the next morning I had a boyfriend um when I was about 18 and we went out for two and a half years and not once did he see me without makeup And, you know, we'd stay over each other's all the time. Like he'd come and stay with me at uni and I'd do the same with him. I just never took it off, ever. Um, I think I'd take it off in the shower, sort of wait two minutes and then apply it back on straight away and like from the shower. I mean, I'm sure this didn't help, of course, at the time. But it was so bad. I just couldn't bear the thought of him seeing me without makeup and seeing all these horrendous spots. So at this point, I thought, you know what, this is ridiculous. I am going to uh, insist that I have an appointment with an NHS dermatologist. Um, Because like I said, I'd been to the doctor so many times and just nothing they'd given me had worked at all. So I eventually uh, went to see this dermatologist. Now, I'd heard of this drug called Raccutane. If you don't know about Raccutane, it is a very, very strong drug, um, but also a very controversial one. 
Um, it became famous because it's supposedly called the miracle drug. It can clear up people's acne from having, you know, like the worst acne ever, like much, much worse than mine ever was, um, and completely clear it up so it's like non-existent within a period of like six to nine months, depending on how bad it is. So I was absolutely determined to go on this drug because, like I said, just tried everything and I thought, right, this is like a last resort, yes, but it is my final option. I've done everything I can to clear it up. So uh, I went to go and see this dermatologist and asked him straight away about Rakutane. I said, that is why I'm here. And he said, yep. Uh, yeah, I can see your skin is bad and I can see you are a case for going on Roaccutane. Uh, do you know the controversy surrounding the drug? So the thing was that I knew the controversy surrounding the drug, but uh, being an adult, my mum insisted on coming with me and I'd refrained from telling her the controversy surrounding the drug because I just knew it would worry her and I knew straight away that she would uh, stop me from going on it. So basically, there have been cases where Roaccutane has been linked with mental illness and suicide. Um, this is more so in the US than in the UK, because um, that's obviously where the drug came from. And it's um, used a lot more widely over there. Um, I don't think that there is actually any scientific proof that it is linked. And because this is what the dermatologist told me. And he said, obviously... As a lot of you, I'm sure, will know, and as I know myself, that having really, really bad skin can make you very low um, and self-conscious and low in confidence. Um, so it could be that, obviously, being a teenager and uh, going through that hormonal change, you are just prone to feeling uh, depressed. However, obviously, the side effects are so drastic and so terrifying um, that the NHS are very wary of it and um, warn you before you start taking a course of the drug. So anyway, back to my appointment. Um, and I probably should say as well that obviously if, you, if you've had an appointment with any consultant within the NHS, you know that they take quite a long time to come round. And don't get me wrong, there was no matter of great urgency. Um, obviously, there are a lot worse things to have than just um, a spot of acne. But I had waited about three or four months for this appointment to come round. And, you know, it was like absolute gold dust. I wanted to go into the appointment, get on this drug and leave, get my acne sorted. There we go. The end after, you know, 10 years of having terrible skin, it was finally going to be sorted. So the dermatologist asked me if I had ever suffered with any problems with mental health, you know, if I was mentally uh, stable. And uh, just being so desperate to go on this drug. I was like, no, 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 everything's fine. Everything's fine. Just give me the drug. Give me the drug. And uh, my mum piped up, obviously not knowing about the controversy uh, prior to the appointment and said, well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute, Emma. You know, there was that time. There was that time. Um, because there was a time when um, I went through a really, really horrible phase when lots of things happened and my boyfriend had broken up with me and my grandma died and everything. Oh, I was graduating. It was all awful. And I was really, really low. Um, so she brought this up with the consultant and of course straight away he said, right, I'm really sorry. But if you have had experience with mental illness, there's far more chance that you're going to uh, commit suicide um, than someone who hasn't had any experience with um, being mentally unstable. So I burst into tears and uh, claimed that I was probably more depressed about the state of my skin being so awful and, uh, you know, lacking in confidence and stuff uh, than just generally for no reason. Um, you know, the period where I was quite low was completely circumstantial and I was much better at the time of the appointment. Um, but he said, look, I'm sorry there is no way that I'm going to let you go on this drug. Um, and I was absolutely heartbroken at the time. I, oh, I just... 
I really thought it was going to solve all my problems. This miracle drug that I'd heard about, um, you know, and seen the effects of on 100 million YouTube videos and Instagrams and stuff. And uh, all my hopes and dreams were completely shattered due to the fact that um, I'd been quite low for about six months. And you know what? Now I'm older and uh, now I've sort of had time to think about it. I get it. And maybe it wasn't necessary for me to go on the drug. It wasn't the worst acne you've ever seen. Um, and this drug is so strong. I think I'm right in saying that if you're a woman and you are on the drug, um, you are uh, required to have regular checkups with um, your dermatologist and you are made to do a pregnancy test every time you go for an appointment because the drug is so strong it could really affect a baby if you did happen to be pregnant. So that's, you know, the levels of strength we're talking here. So, you know, when I was uh, thinking more rationally, I thought, okay, maybe um, this drug is so strong, maybe it isn't uh, the best solution to my acne. There are other ways. And I think I just panicked. And I was obviously very upset at the time. But we are going to speak to some people on Roaccutane today so we can find out what it's really like. Anyway, okay, I'm nearly at the end of my skin story here, guys. Hashtag skin story. Um, (laughs) So basically, uh, in the end, what I decided to do was fork out the money to go and see a private dermatologist. I thought to myself, okay, I've seen an NHS dermatologist. They've told me I can't go on Roaccutane. They haven't really given me any other um, solution to clearing up my acne. So I'm going to fork out the money, pay for a private dermatologist in the hope that they will clear up my skin. Um, So I contacted a lady called Dr. Sam Bunting, who I'm going to be speaking to later as well. And um, I had four appointments with her and um, she was just the best thing ever. She's a cosmetic dermatologist. So she uh, tells you which products you should use, which products you shouldn't use. Um, obviously gives you the medication as well to clear, help clear up your skin. Um, she instructs you on your diet and whether you should be eating supplements and all that sort of thing. Basically, she is wonderful. So I had about four appointments with her over a period of about a year and my skin has never been as good as it is now in my whole life. Apart from probably when I was about two or something and I was baby and I had beautiful skin. Uh, it cleared up so much from following her, you know, instructions and directions and using the medication she prescribed it did cost money obviously but oh my gosh it was so worth it so yeah like I say going to be chatting to her later as well which is very exciting but first of all I wanted to speak to some of you um, who have been on Roaccutane um, and find out really what it's all about um, what it's like when you're on it what you can and can't do what the side effects are that sort of stuff so on the phone we have got Louise hello Louise Hi, are you all right? Yes, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. So, um, I got in touch with you on Twitter because, uh, am I right in thinking that you've been on Roaccutane? That is correct, yes. Um, So, first of all, I guess we should start at the beginning. Why did you go on Roaccutane in the first place? So, growing up through school, um, from about the age of 11 or 12, I suffered from really bad acne. Um, I tried every product you could buy from Boots, um, you know, I've been to the doctors, I've tried different tablets and different creams and nothing working. And I went to university um, and my friend told me about Rakutane. So I demanded a referral from my doctor to see a dermatologist and then I got put on Rakutane, which is the strongest acne drug there is. And how was the course? Like, how long were you on it for? I was on it for just over nine months. Oh, gosh. Um, I started, yeah. I was That's on quite, it for a long, quite time. A long time. Yeah. Yeah. 
I suffered from acne for over eight years before I actually got put on Rakitane. So um, I'm left with quite a bit of scarring now. How did you find like the whole process? Because obviously there are quite horrible side effects, aren't there? They're horrific, horrific. I mean, luckily, I didn't have the most severe side effects. I just had ridiculously dry skin. Um, my lips would crack and bleed. And I had like dry patches all over my skin. It was just horrific, really. And luckily, I had no real uh, depression side effects. Um, it was just mainly the dryness. Like for nine months of pain, it's worth it for a lifetime of having clearer yeah, skin, exactly. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, good. You have to stay out the sun. As long as you stay out the sun, that's all good. <laughs> oh, well, babe, thank you so much for speaking to me. And obviously, you can check out Louise's blog as well. Um, I'll make sure I put that in the link in the uh, podcast as well. So thank you so much, Louise. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. So on the phone, I have got cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Sam Bunting. Oh, hello. Lovely to speak to you, Emma. How are you, Sam? Are you well? I'm super. Good. Um, well, I thought you'd get, um, I'd get you on, sorry, because uh, as you know, you have helped me so much with my personal problems with my skin. So we're going to start right at the beginning here. Um, I know it sounds like a really stupid question, but what actually is acne and why do we get it? So acne is, is the commonest inflammatory skin disorder in Western society. So it's, it's so common as to be a normal phenomenon. If you think about it, teenagers, 85% will suffer with blemishes of some sort um, during their teenage years. There's no other condition that affects so many people. And I think it's the fact that it's so common that normalizes it to an extent. Um, which, of course, ha- has no bearing at all on how the individual feels, um, you know, waking up every morning with a fresh batch of new spots. Um, so it all sort of starts in the sebaceous glands where um, when hormones switch on at puberty, um, you get this surge in um, sex hormones, which trigger oiliness, make skin cells more prone to clogging up and, and blocking off the opening of the pores. And that leads to the development um, of overgrowth of bacteria that triggers the acne process. And then your body recognises what's happening and creates a red, angry spot. Now, different people create different kinds of spots. Some people don't get any spots at all when their pores are blocked off. Others get raging nodules and cysts, the kinds of really angry um, acne you often see in um, poor-suffering teenage boys. Um, but it, unfortunately, it's a disease that can affect us at any time in our lives. And I think we're beginning to recognize that it's more and more common in adult women than we ever previously thought. It's certainly the commonest reasons for adult women to present to my practice and I know I'm not alone in terms of what other dermatologists are seeing too so I think it is becoming more common I think we're also appearance conscious now um, with social media selfies and all the rest of it but we hold ourselves to very high standards so when there's this mismatch between how we want our skin to look and what actually is happening it causes a lot of unhappiness. 
It really does. Um, because as you know, I have been in that position with uh, with my skin myself. And mm. at times it did make me feel sort of really low. And um, I guess as well, what I found so frustrating about having acne is that everywhere you look, there's like an Instagram post or a blog or something telling you like, oh, this food gives you acne. Use this product. It'll cure your acne. And it just was such a minefield. I was completely overwhelmed with like the products, the advice I was getting. It was just, I had Mm. no idea where to even start. And I guess um, the one thing I realised after I'd come to see you, Dr. Sam, was that everyone's skin is completely different. And so when people say, you know, like, oh, what did you use to clear up your acne? Am I right in thinking that what is right for one person and their skin is completely not right for somebody else? Well, I think I think there's definitely a, a fine-tuning of um, general principles for an individual. And, I, you know, there are definitely certain actives that we know will help manage it. And I think that's a really important part to appreciate is this tends to be something that if you've got it in your teens, you've still got it in your 20s, there's every chance it can persist. Um, and that's not to be really pessimistic about it. Um, it's more to be pragmatic about how you approach skincare. Um, I think um, the skincare market is so full of, you know, new shiny objects that women are literally driven mad, you know, especially if they follow kind of, you know, beauty bloggers and things on Instagram that they must have this new product. And, and literally you could be buying new products every single week if you followed what's sort of trending on people's, people's bathroom shelves. So, I think it's understanding what right ingredients work well for your skin type and building up a little wardrobe of skincare um, and kind of almost kind of deafening yourself to the call of the beauty industry because oftentimes it's not that well geared to managing problem skin. So I think knowing what works for you, and I do agree that there, there are some individualities and sometimes that is why it's worth just going and seeing someone like a cosmetic dermatologist who has a particular interest um, and will know what products are out there and help you put together a regime that you can actually stick to because, frankly, who wants the confusion um, and the unpredictability of using new products all the time? Um, more often than not, it creates problems. I, I, you know, so many women are terrified of just simply using moisturiser because they know in the past new moisturisers have triggered their acne to break out. So, um, I think that, you know, structure and rigor actually are the secret to managing problem skill and, and to getting good results in the longer term, not just in a short burst and then having to go back to the beginning again. Now, um, I'm sure there are a lot of you listening right now that have suffered with acne yourself or have got um, particular skin problems. And I would love it if Dr. Sam over the phone could just cure you. That would be amazing. But sadly, we can't really <laughs> we can't really do that. But um, Dr. Sam, what are the most common things that you see people do? to their skin that definitely won't help um i mean we tried the reason for setting up the youtube channel dr sam in the city was to help try to reach as many people as possible because we know that especially in the uk where i think people are a bit funny about spending money on coming to see someone to sort their skin out there's almost like a little bit of shame about it um we wanted to reach more people and to give just good quality advice that, you know, you could walk into your local um, chemist and at least put together a routine that certainly wouldn't cause trouble um, and would actually help them start to improve the process. So at least you could then go to your GP and say, look, I've been trying these things. I actually need something stronger. This isn't um, working well enough. Um, so I think the key things are to stay away from beauty trends that are not really designed um, to uh, be the friends of those with acne and I'm not a fan of 
you know, kind of really strong physical exfoliation I find is irritating and that can provoke flare-ups. I'm not a fan of um, oil-based beauty for acne-prone skin. Um, I'm not a fan of long-wear makeup. I think it, it causes um, potentially occlusion of the pores, um, so promoting the acne itself. And also, it's just a nightmare to get off. And all that scrubbing can sometimes wind the skin up um, because acne-prone skin um, tends to break up more when it gets irritated. So I think, firstly, don't embrace beauty trends that are not designed for you. Um, the second thing I would say is um, is just to leave any active blemishes be. We all know that picking very rarely leads to satisfaction and happiness. I mean, you know, you're standing there, you're fiddling, you know this is not going to have a happy ending. And um, especially if you're about to go out, you know, creating like a sort of a, a wet surface um, to get rid of a white head, it just never really results in a, in a better outcome. You can't conceal something you just fiddled with. So my advice is always divert attention, create a smoky eye, do an up to, do something that moves attention <laughs> away from the problem area and leave it be. And apply Dermablend. Vichy Dermablend goes a long way to um, covering Mount Vesuvius. So, um, <laughs> Amazing. I think the other things are just to sort of, you know, not listen to folklore when it comes to what actors work on your spots. Things like, you know, putting alcohol or vodka on your spots or toothpaste, um, all of these things tend to be desperate measures uh, we employ whenever um, something awful is developing on the chin. So um, by far and away, the best thing to put on a newly flourishing blemish is benzoyl peroxide. Um, and that is available over the counter as well as on prescriptions. So, yeah, use a bit of logic. Don't have overly <laughs> aggressive lighting in your bathroom. That's the other thing I'd say. We all need our bathroom mirrors to be our friends in the morning. So, uh, so make it kind. That is very true. I'm glad you have uh, cleared up the toothpaste myth because I remember reading that in like a girl's magazine when I was probably about 13. And for years on end, I was applying Colgate to any any spot or break I had on my face and it was just horrendous. It never did anything. Um, no, I don't know. It's got a little bit of a mild antiseptic, some triclosan in there, which I think, you know, might do a little something. But the problem is there's so many other irritants in there that I think any small benefit is counteracted by you know the menthol and other things like that yeah stay away from the toothpaste can we talk for a moment about uh sunscreen because um it was really only since coming to you that i realized how important putting a sunscreen on your face was um a lot of my friends still to this day if i sort of stay over with them or they stay with me for the night and the next morning i'm putting on my sunscreen they're like what on earth are you doing it's cloudy outside and i'm like no it's important um so why is it so important I guess my feeling is that, you know, the usual reason for not wearing it is that people simply haven't found one that fits into their skincare routine without disrupting what they normally would do. So sunscreen that's too greasy or oily or clogs up pores. So it makes a mess of makeup and it causes trouble. So I think if you find the right sunscreen, you can reframe it in your mind as primer. And for some reason, girls have no problem putting primer on every single day. (laughs) So the key thing is to find that amazing quality sunscreen because we know that sun exposure cumulatively um, low levels over our lifetime is the main cause of aging so rather than investing in an expensive eye cream um, or neck cream or whatever else it is it just makes so much more sense that any girl's first anti-aging step is to build in daily proper sunscreen 
as their first anti-aging step. And that's something I think women should start in their 20s. I love my sunscreen and sometimes I just wear it as it is and I won't even bother putting any makeup on because I don't really know, I don't know if this is an official thing, but it kind of just makes me have a nice sheen and I just quite like that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely right. A bit of primer-like activity now is entirely possible, but it's still primary functioning as a, a good quality sunscreen so it's got good uva protection i'm a real fan of zinc oxide based sunscreens for that reason um but yeah i mean we have one of our most amazing products is we, we get directly from the u.s and, and women love the finish because it looks glowy you know dewy the way some of the more luminizing primers might look um not greasy um, and makeup sits really well on top so it's kind of a no-brainer and the other thing i would say just on the topic of sunscreen not to bang my germs to death but is to have some flexibility I think certainly for me I like to have a tinted one I can um, pop on at the weekend if I'm just running around doing gym or coffee so I'm not looking completely pulled together but I'm equally not bare-faced either just neutralizes a little bit of redness and then I have a non-tinted one that I use under my makeup for sort of my city day-to-day um so I think, you know, there is merit in having the right sunscreen for the right kind of activity for the day. If you're going running outdoors, wear a water-resistant one. So I think it's worth investing in having a little portfolio of good quality sunscreen. Now, you did touch on makeup just then a minute ago. And um, oh, we're not going to go into it in great detail because, honestly, we'll be here all day talking about what's right <laughs> and what's not right for your skin. But it's uh, it's so important, isn't it, having the right makeup on top of that skincare routine? I think so. Um, I mean, it's, it's about obviously having a good aesthetic result. This is what this is all about. But it's, of course, also about not... Um, kind of undoing all the hard work you're doing with your skincare. And I do see certain longwear products being used time and time again. And you can see that vicious cycle that women get into where they break out, they apply this kind of confidence-building longwear product with high coverage. It makes them break out more. They need more coverage. And it just becomes this bumpy, flat, matte, dull-looking mess of unpredictability. Um, so I take my red pen out and I go, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> mustn't use these particular products. And I usually will give them a list of brands that I think do formulate well for acne-prone skin. It doesn't mean you have to forego cosmetics, much like you don't have to forego moisturizer or sunscreen. Um, it's just about choosing your products wisely. Now, that is funny you say that, actually, because when I first came to you, Dr. Sam, um, you asked me to provide a list of everything I used on my face. So like my skincare routine, all my makeup. And um, and I was quite proud of it. I thought it was quite a, you know, well put together, good list. And <laughs> I came to you and you just said, throw it all in the bin, just get rid of it all. And I was like, no, <laughs> I thought I'd done so oh, well collating it all. But no, I was completely wrong. But that's fine because my, you know what, my skin is so much better now. So um uh, no, I'm super grateful that you got out your red pen and crossed it all off. <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, most of us, we think we want lots of choice. I'm not sure. I think what we want is an educated edit. Um, you know, if I go looking for something technology-based online, I mean, you know, my head explodes. I, I can't look at 25 printers and, and work out what the difference is. I want someone who knows about that to tell me these are the three you should consider and this is why this one, you know, ha- has merit and this one doesn't. So I think, I don't know, there's too much choice. We're all far too busy to wander into a big department store beauty hall um, and and buy products kind of spontaneously. I think it's just a a recipe for disasters. I think do your research, um, 
gather information and then you'll find that within those brands um and i talk about the same kind of brands all the time on social media not because i work with these brands but because i i find them to be really sympathetic to problem skin um and even if you don't have problem skin why on earth would you apply cosmetics that might lead to it it's just crazy so um yeah makeup should be your friend not your adversary Okay, I'm going to ask you a big question now, Dr. Sam. Does what you eat affect your skin? Um, I think there are, you know, all aspects of how we live impact on skin health. Um, You know, we know, I I know certainly my skin never looks better than just after I've been for a workout. Um, And I think that what you eat um, certainly is important for your long-term health of your skin, but also in terms of any acute inflammatory problem, whether it's acne or rosacea, Anything that makes creates a, a pro-inflammatory state in the body um, will tend to antagonize those sorts of skin problems. So the general guidance I give to my patients who are breakout prone is to keep the processed foods and their sugar um, intake um, to a minimum. I never say stop anything because I think it just drives cravings. Um, and we should all allow ourselves treats. So I think, you know, the 80-20 rule makes sense. Um of what you should, 20% of what you enjoy. And then, you know, you exercise to kind of ensure you stay at the weight that you want to. Um, I think that dairy may well play a role. And for a lot of people, reducing their dairy intake um, will be useful. Um, So, again, it's not that you can't have a piece of cheese or a good cup of coffee, but just don't drink six lattes willfully a day. Um, and then the important foodstuffs to actively seek out, um, omega-3s are important. The micronutrients you find in foodstuffs like nuts are important, um, so zinc, selenium, um, and that sort of thing. Um, what else? And I usually recommend that people who live in the UK um, take vitamin D orally, so there's no concern about getting vitamin D from food because it's quite difficult to get enough just from food. And we don't want to be reliant on UVB rays in the sun to be getting our vitamin D. So those are the general guidance um, I give to people who are breakout prone. And just finally, for anyone who's listening right now who's thinking, oh my gosh, I've got awful acne and oh my word, this is so much information. How do I deal with it? What's your top bit of advice for anyone who's uh, listening with acne right now, apart from obviously going to see you and booking an actual appointment? (laughs) I guess it's, it's just to look at your habits. Avoid doing anything that's antagonistic to your skin. Um, for women, look at what form of contraception you're using because that's quite a common trigger. So anybody who's um, ended up with a progestogen-only form of contraception, so um, implants, um, even the marina coil, which I think a lot of women are, are, are getting now because it's a very convenient form of contraception, all these things can just push you towards your breakout threshold. Um, so, yeah, look at what things you might be doing to make matters worse. Um, look at your skincare. I think it's easy enough to put a simple um, kind of acne-friendly skincare routine together. And I do, um, in a number of articles online, list how you can go about doing that and give it a go. Give your skin a couple of months to, tr- to respond to any new regime because it does take three months or so to really see how your skin is going to fare with any new uh, skincare routine um and and be, don't be shy of getting help because i think things like scarring where you're actually seeing indentations um appear in the skin are a really important thing to stop um scarring is really difficult to treat um and i think that's something that requires urgent medical assistance 
Oh, well, um, up to that point, though, I think, you know, have a go, see what you, how far you can get with over-the-counter products, and then know that if that's not enough for you, you're not getting the results you want, you may need prescription products, in which case you'll need to see a doctor. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Sam. Honestly, that is just uh, a wealth of advice. And I know a lot of you probably want to know exactly the products that Dr. Sam recommends. So if you check out her YouTube channel, Dr. Sam in the City, uh, there are just so many videos on specific skin problems. So please go and check that out. You can also go to drsambunting.com for more advice as well. Thank you so much. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's my favourite topic. And it's lovely speaking to you again, Emma. So there we go. You've had my full hashtag skin story. And of course, Dr. Sam Bunting there, cosmetic dermatologist, um, who has worked for me. But I guess, uh, you know, speaking to the variety of people I have, the one thing I've got from it is that every single person finds a different way of clearing up their skin. I had a lovely tweet from um, Claudia uh, the other day to my Twitter at MJ Real Davis saying, I had terrible acne and cut out dairy and started using natural products. Definitely wouldn't go on Rakutane and don't agree with how it's promoted so much as the magic easy cure to acne when it has such horrendous side effects. It just proves that everyone finds a different way of clearing up their skin. If you're suffering with acne right now, my top tip, I guess, would be to not panic. There is a way to get rid of it. Um, And don't fret if you don't want to go on Rakutane because, you know, like you've heard, I managed to clear up my skin, Claudia, as well. um, uh, Following the routine I mentioned earlier, um, that was uh, on Caroline Hirons' blog. That really helped for a while. There are so many different ways. You just need to work out which way is right for you. Um, the other thing I'd say is don't necessarily believe everything you read in blogs and on vlogs. Um, I'm not saying that's the case for all of them, obviously, but there are a lot that are endorsed by certain products. Um, certain products claim that they're great for acne and actually they're not. They're far too strong. Uh, you know, there was a huge case a few uh, years ago about um, a particular brand with apricot kernels in as an exfoliator they're so harsh on your skin um it's like rubbing sort of sandpaper on it it's just not good for it your skin is sensitive but if i were to summarize my uh three top things to do if you do have acne the first thing would be just try not to aggravate it overly i used to spend hours scrubbing you know putting boiling water on it using product after product after product it just doesn't help. Obviously, wash it and keep it clean, but you don't need to be scrubbing it so vigorously all the time. Secondly, take off your makeup properly with whatever works for you. You know, different people have different opinions about different products and that is absolutely fine. Find something that works for you, but make sure you take it off. I will always get a spot. Honestly, it's like clockwork. If I leave my makeup on after a night out, uh, which I've got out of the habit of doing, thank God, but if I leave it on... Honestly, the next morning, it's like, there it is. Hello, spot. You've had a big night out. Hi, Emma. I'm your spot. It's like, oh, great. Brilliant. And finally, the other thing I'd say, um, and I realise this is something we haven't really touched on because it's more to do with makeup, I guess. Um, Try not to feel self-conscious leaving the house without makeup. I know it's easier said than done. And I know the internet is a horrible place and uh, people will say awful things like, oh, you're being misleading, uh, wearing makeup all the time. And then obviously you take your makeup off and you look completely different. And apparently that's misleading. It's complete and utter rubbish. We as women are conditioned to think we need to wear makeup every single day. 
and it is a really, really horrible and dangerous thing to think. It is so liberating not wearing makeup to work. I never wear makeup to work. My day job is that I am on the radio uh, very early in the morning. I have to wake up at about five o'clock and sometimes earlier. And the last thing I want to do when I've had about six hours sleep is put a full face of makeup on, contour, powder, mascara, do the flipping winged eyeliner, whatever. I can't be bothered. Yes, my skin isn't great. I've still got quite a lot of scarring, red marks. Um, You know, it's a bit patchy. But do I care? I can't be bothered to put makeup on in the mornings. For me... Makeup is kind of like a treat for like when I'm going out and I want to make myself look nice and I want to feel good about myself. But that doesn't mean that I don't feel good about myself when I'm going out without makeup on. If I'm meeting a friend for a drink uh, or, you know, I spontaneously need to go to Tesco's or something, I'm not going to be the paranoid 14 year old that I was and think, oh, my God, I can't let anyone see me without makeup. That's not who I am. So please, whatever you do, if you do suffer with bad acne, don't let anyone tell you that you have to wear makeup because of it. That is complete and utter rubbish. And no one should be telling you that. If they're telling you that, get them out of your life. Get rid of them. Bye. See you later. We don't want you in our lives. Either that or send them my way. But please, please get in touch if you're worrying about anything at all uh, related to acne. Um, Like I've said before, I'm not a doctor. I can't answer the medical side of things. Um, But please email me anyway the female struggle at gmail.com thank you so much for listening and everyone gets a spot once in their life even if some of us get more than others